This week's podcast is sponsored by Tate Effects. Go over to tatefx.co.uk, check out some uh, some of their stuff. They do some pretty awesome pedals. They do uh, the Raise the Dead Fuzz, which is like a single knob, all the gain fuzz. They do uh, the, the booster, which is not the bullshit booster anymore. Uh, they do also the BMB Overdrive, which used to be a little bit controversial, but now is in, in more sensible clothing. And if you'd like to win a BMB Overdrive... Uh, join our Facebook group, uh, which is Facebook uh, Facebook groups, and it's Fret Talk podcast group, and follow Tate Effects on Instagram. And if you do that during the month of December, you are in the running to win a BNB Overdrive. So check it out. <laughs> Welcome, 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 podcast listeners. This is episode number 76 of the Fret Talk Podcast. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Jab. That's me. You are here with Mr. Ed and Tracy. All right, lads. Hello, hello, hello. You are also here with Mr. Matt Quine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Way. So, um, just before we get into any casting this week, this is going to be the last podcast of 2018. So it's an extra long motherfucker this week. And that will have to see you through until the new year. When we will return at some point. <laughs> you can see I've clammed okay, this. you've left that nice and loose. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll probably be. Uh, it, depending when uh, <laughs> depending when the first Monday is. It might be the first week or the second week. Um, I think the first Monday is the 7th. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the first Monday's the seventh. In which case, then we'll probably be back on the seventh. Maybe. Sounds like a plan. Because we'll all be back at work by that point, so it'll be back to normality, won't it? Totally. <laughs> Speaking of which, how are we? <sighs> knackered. <laughs> Indeed. I'd love to say I'm knackered because I haven't slept in like two days, but I'm not. Cool. Uh, I I really should have got myself coffee instead of water today, but I don't think you can have like a two pint mug of coffee. Oh, you can. Not and go to bed afterwards. Yeah, well, that's that's the plan. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what we've been up to this week, guys? Been up to anything interesting? Anything? Anything? Uh, <laughs> Band practice, getting ready for the uh, single release on Christmas Day, and then just learning Dream Theater songs. So there's a lot to process there. So yeah. band practicing for a single release. What, so what's... what's, what's uh, basically, um, well, by, I think by the time this comes out, it'll be very... When's this coming out? 24th. Before or after Christmas? 24th. 24th. So <laughs> the day after, we're releasing uh, our single off our new album. So we've been prepping all stuff for that, uh, just practicing it, getting 
getting it really down and tight, ready for gigging next year with it and the rest of the album. So it should be good. Rockin'? It's not a Christmas song, is it? Is it fuck? (laughs) That's the right answer. (laughs) And uh, what you've been using to to track him the uh, in the studio? I have no fucking idea because I haven't been doing it. (laughs) Okay. It's been the other guitarist. This song sounds like you can record it, mate. You yeah you you do all the work. I'll pay for it. I'll come in. Yeah. Take the glory. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Fair play. So, uh, how about yourself, Matt? What have you been up to this week? Um, so, I had my only weekend off gigging for the year, so I spent it as a runner at a gig. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, December I had three gigs in the first two weekends, then a weekend off, and then I've got three three gigs in the last two weekends. So I thought with my one weekend off, I'd go and be a runner um, for a band that came over from the UK. So uh, there's a, a group of trust companies who I couldn't even tell you what the names are, but there's like 15 companies all in one for legal purposes who had their Christmas dinner and they brought over some band, some covers band from London. Um, I can't remember what they were called, but... Um, yeah, so the company that I do the sound and lighting for had been asked to like turn up with a sound desk and basically do the sound. Yeah. Um, so there was a professional sound engineer and me there. And <laughs> there's, yeah, there, nobody's going to listen to this. The professional sound engineer spent most of the night getting drunk and I spent most of the night doing the sound. <laughs> um, but it, it was a shambles from day one. So they'd the band had asked for... A drum kit to be provided and a keyboard to be provided. Makes sense. And yeah. uh, they turned up to the venue and went, "Where's the drum kit?" To which the guy who was running the event went, "What do you mean, where's the drum kit? <laughs> Aren't you bringing it?" <laughs> um, so that was a bit of a shamble. So I rang the drummer of my band, yeah, who does hire out kits because he's got like thirty of them, and said, "Any chance you can hire out a kit and get it here?" as soon as possible. They were supposed to be sound checking at three. They didn't get to the venue till half three the first time. And that's where we found out that there was no drum kit, no keyboard. But anyway, we got that sorted eventually. Um, and the guitarist had, was just going to use a Boss ME70. And because they'd been messed around, <laughs> yeah, I was like, do you want to use an amp? And he's like, well, there's no amps about. And I was like, well, there's an amp in the back of my car if you want to use an amp. <laughs> he was like, I do want to use an amp. Can I have your amp? So yeah, I, I let him use my AT15. And annoyingly, he made it sound far better than I ever have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. Bless. With a Boss ME70 in front of it. It's just, you know, when you like listen to your own stuff and then you're like, why can't I ever get it to sound that good? Yeah, it's like, fuck. And yeah. Maybe it's because I can't stand like in the middle of the room and hear it in the mix whilst I'm playing most of the time. Of but, course, yeah, yeah. Like, he just managed to get sound. He had an American standard I think yeah uh, Strat and the first half of their set was basically soul and funk covers oh. and it just sounded amazing and then oh, the so second half the second half of the set was uh, more modern up to date stuff and he was like even the drive tones that he was getting out of his ME70 just sounded fantastic and it was just 
You know when you question all the decisions you ever made about gear? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> if if someone can just rock up with an ME70, which is probably about 15 years old technology now, <laughs> and it yeah. sounds good, he's just like, fuck, like... Yeah, I've got at least yeah, I've, I've got like a couple of grand's worth under my feet, let alone like the guitar and the amp behind me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, um, it just sounded incredible. Um, the band were absolutely incredible. They were all using in ear monitors to like smooth through the thing. So like they didn't, they did like eight or nine songs without any break at all. And when they were coming to the end of one, their drummer, who was their director was just going one, two, three, four, and into names another song, and then counts it one, two, three, and they went smooth as you like. Key changes didn't matter. Timing changes didn't matter. It was just absolutely seamless. They were absolutely fantastic. Shit, man. That's uh, that's professionalism, that, isn't it? It is. It's a good job they don't live on the Isle of Man, isn't it? Because they be screwed. They, yeah, say, they sound like they'd uh, mop up all of the jobs. Yeah, they would. They would, but like I say, um, it's my one weekend off gigging, so I, I'd spent it doing that instead. You, you're a glutton for punishment, you are, Matt. Absolute glutton for it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, to be fair, I did set up for two other gigs as well. I just didn't do them because I was at that one. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. So um, you got some good news today as well, didn't you, Matt? Well, some, I did. some good news that cost you money. <laughs> I don't mind it costing me money. I've finally got some exciting things to, coming towards me in the post. Indeed. So what's uh what's that saying? <laughs> uh, it's it's all the stuff that you had. It's my my have to go Chloris and my second Hayden cab, and most importantly of all, it's the Hello Sailor double mat. It is indeed the double mat. <laughs> yeah, and. <laughs> In with your uh, in with your stuff, are a few little Christmas presents as well, Matthew. A few little Christmas presents. Few, few little Christmas presents. <laughs> I'm not expecting that. So I know I don't you weren't. Yeah. Think <laughs> so you got a few little Christmas presents coming to you as well. Um, I'll uh, I'll wait for you to uh, get on the next cast before you tell me how shit they are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's exactly that. It's look forward to it with a question mark at the end. <laughs> oh dear. What about yourself? What have you been up to? Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> um, so, this week, uh, I got a rather um, rather lovely um, mail message um, off a, a gentleman who I had a chat with. It's got to be about... It's got to be over six months ago now. Uh, Mr. Mr. Chris Bolt. Um, so uh, he's been uh, he's been messed about by a delivery company um, regarding my guitars, uh, which he's he's been wonderful and been keeping me in the loop and and all this jazz. Uh, and I've been been a wonderful customer and been sitting patiently. Um, but he said like this week he's, he's got it like he's got it nailed so the the delivery company who should have been doing it who I'm not going to name for um, for reasons 
but <laughs> rhymes with shmermies. Um, yeah, so yeah. they've been sacked off. He's sorted out like a, a proper courier for it. And hopefully this week, at some point this week, I'm going to be in receipt of uh, a few few early Christmas presents. I thought it was two. Is it two or is it three? Um, well, uh, Yeoman's uh, ordered a, a a Bolt Flying V as well, the Ascent, uh, and that's coming to me as well. Right, okay. So You've got yeah. an Ascent and an SG, whatever they're called. Yeah, the... Brutalizer. Trog. Trog. Yeah, it's the Trog or the Bruiser or the SG shapes. Yeah. Um, but the the Trog is more traditional SG, whereas the Bruiser's got three knobs, I think. Yeah, it's more of like the Viper, isn't it? I, I thought they were the I same like shape. Um, I, I could be wrong, um, but I thought I mean, it was like different. The, the, SG, the SG Viper, isn't it? It's kind of the same the, control layout, isn't it? Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I the only the only uh, ESP Viper that I because um, I, I used to <laughs> I owned one for about two months, and I think it had a volume and a tone, not two volumes, two tones. Whereas the Bruisers have got three knobs, and I assume it's two volumes and a master tone. Uh, yeah, but uh, fuck if I know, mate. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, fingers crossed. Very soon, I'm going to get some tasty bolt guitars. Um, not the only thing that I've uh, been up to this week, though. Um, so, what have I got? Fletch, Telly. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. You're not reading that off a list at all, are you? N- no. Gosh. <laughs> In my defence. Um, I've usually I get about an A5 sheet full of tiny writing um, whereas this week it is two A5 sheets and I've had to like cram into the spare spaces on the one side of the A5 uh, <laughs> just more information so um, yeah <laughs> I've got quite a lot rattling around my brain today uh, so Fletch Telly-Set, um I actually played them today um, there's a thing up on my Instagram doing just a, a little basic uh, kind of tone run through of them and they are the greatest ever just <laughs> yep. so which telly of yours are they going in? the problem is all me tellies have got really nice pickups in already so it so sounds yeah, yeah it sounds like it sounds like I need another one doesn't it? I reckon a thin line classic vibe. I could do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's what I think you should go for. <laughs> so I was playing it in today and they were really channeling um, Jimmy Page's telly sound. Um, and <laughs> Fender have got Jimmy Page's telly coming out like the, the early point of next year. So if yeah. you want to save yourself some cash... Just yeah. <laughs> buy a different telly. That's it. And plunk these in. And then take whatever telly you buy, take it round to Jimmy Page's house and have him stick some cir- mirrored circles on it, then take them off and paint it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so yeah, they, these these uh, 
flesh pickups. They they don't look traditional telly because they've got uh, wooden veneer top things, um, and even the neck pickup has because it's kind of half covered. Um, but yeah, they uh, they are very very Jimmy Page. So like the the British pickup isn't like super twangy. Uh, it's quite quite a rich sounding telly bridge pickup. Got got quite a quite a mid range to it, um, and yeah, it's just I was I was playing uh, playing some Zep through it today, and I lost about two and a half three hours to playing this guitar when I was only supposed to do it for twenty minutes. So it's uh, fine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things though. And it's getting near Christmas as well, so it's it's like all the roles and responsibilities of adult life just can get put aside. Yeah, so that's uh, that's this week. Uh, tellies, uh, guitars, general Christmasiness. Um, but we've got we've got a fair fair bit of stuff to do this week. Uh, so, because it's our, our last one before before the Crimbo holidays, um, I figured we'd uh, we'd go over some of the the segments of of yesteryear and kind of have a greatest hits. So uh, we've got kind of a question, maybe uh, we've <laughs> we've got we've got a use views. Uh, we've got a pedal weed mind's eye. So which one we got? Oh, pardon me. And that'll be the kebab coming back up. That will. <laughs> uh, Hashtag professionalism. I know. Yeah. yeah. Don't get in this on other podcasts. Um, well, you get what you pay for, don't you? I suppose. Uh, so what we're saying? Do you want to use views? Do you want a stocking fillers or a pedal weed mind's eye? I'll let out and choose. We'll do stocking fillers first. Stocking fillers, go on. That's it's almost kind of stocking filler for the for the podcast this one. So we'll uh, we'll get this one out of the way with. Right, so uh, I I went uh, went through a couple of kind of news articles today. Uh, one of which was the the standard shit that you get this time of year. Top ten things to buy a guitarist at Christmas. Um, so and they all have the same shit in them so you, and they have done for about the seven years how so, about a tuner so yeah I've, I've got I've got a list um, some of them legit some yeah, some absolutely do not buy just never buy a guitarist this uh, so for, first on the list it was looking pretty good because it was a polytune clip uh, so twenty six quid. They're cheaper than I thought they were. Um, I thought they were at forty. Yeah. So apparently they've come yeah, down. The clips have, and then they've got the Unitune as well, haven't they? Which I don't know if that's any cheaper, but the Looney Tune aren't they like a, a kids TV? Yep. Start as we mean to go on. Sorry. Uh, polytune clip um, I thought that was legit because I've got one and I literally use it pretty much every week because it's great if you don't want to plug a pedal board in to tune your guitar you've just got that 
plonk it on, bam, done. Um, I could do with one. I yeah. didn't know they were that cheap. I think I might get myself one for Christmas. So there you go. I mean, that is a legitimate one. The next one um, is it gave a brand, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna choose it as fancy plectrums. So like timber tones and and these these different brands like V Picks and Dragon Picks and all these ones. Um, fancy plectrums. So timber tones do. Uh, they do a pack of four, which comes in a little tin, uh, and they do like you can have selections or four of the same ones. Um, they're usually quite good. They come in at about a tenner. Um, so novel um, guitar picks, and I was using uh, a Timbertone um, Rosewood Jazz Three today, and it was quite nice. So uh, again. Like, it's not something that you might necessarily buy yourself, but if you got it as a present, you wouldn't you wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be cursing at it. I like I've had twenty different wood type. Somebody bought me twenty different types of wood plectrum thingies. <laughs> Who I? Ooh. Actually, I think it was it was nineteen different types of wood, and one was like <laughs> antler of some form of animal. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> I've no idea. Somebody bought yeah. it for me, and, gave, and to be honest with you, I couldn't hear the difference between all bastard twenty of them. <laughs> there you go, Matt seal of approval. Couldn't hear Maybe a not bastard familiar. difference. <laughs> to be fair. I was about 17, so I was probably using Drive, which meant there was no chance I was ever going to hear the difference between No, no, no. But that's not the point. Um, yeah, I mean, tonally, they're not... They're not, like, leagues apart from, from other things. Um, but they're definitely... They're all right for, like, a, a treat every so often. I'll, I'll pull out the... The wood plectrums or the because they've got like weird resin ones as well. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll treat myself to using them every so often. And to be honest, if I've got a pack of um jazz three sized timber tones uh, as a guitar stocking filler, I'd be happy with that. Um, so that was the two of them. Uh, next one, we're getting into kind of dubious territory now. So, um, battery-powered amps. So, it, it said the the Dan Electro N10 mini-amp. Um, but I've also thrown in the Marshall MS2 because it's very similar. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I've had a Marshall MS2. It lasted about a month. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same thing. Uh, however... Uh, HB guitar used used his as a theremin for the the uh, the Dave Rage competition. Um, he did, and he gave us the greatest album title of all time. Indeed, yeah. Death Cries of a Robot Chicken was it? It was Death Cries of a Robot Chicken. Uh, so I mean, that's worth it for the the comedy value alone. Uh, we still need that Metal Blues concept album. Blues <laughs> writing. <laughs> oh dear it, it makes me shudder just to think um, so yeah I'm 
I wouldn't be angry if someone bought me that, but it probably wouldn't get as much use as the timber tones or the uh, the polytune clip. I reckon I'd use it for a gig and just to see what it was like. Just my guilt. Stick an SM57 on it and see what happens. You need to stick about three of them on just to get enough power. (laughs) Um, I'll just turn everybody else down, it's fine. They won't notice. Yeah, turn the drummer down. (laughs) The big dial on the front. To be fair, on our next gig, our drummer has to use rods because we're playing in a place that won't let us use any volume and our drummer doesn't do gentle so he's having to use rods <laughs> fair play um so next in the uh, next in the in the stocking is a uh, guitar care kit so like cleaning uh, supplements you've got Dunlop do one this one was a Gibson one uh, but like music nomad as well do uh, guitar cleaning kits um you've missed the best one go on big ben's nutsack the Big Ben's nut sauce. No, nut sauce oh. is he does a nut sack, which is the the rest of the stuff that you need to do your guitar, as well as some nut sauce. That's fantastic. I mean, <laughs> I was gonna poo poo the idea of uh, guitar cleaning kits, but if someone bought me Big Ben's nut sack, I'd be well chuffed. <laughs> and that's what I mean. Like you've named all the crappy ones, but if somebody bought me a Big Ben's nut sack and. Like, you get some nut sauce, which, eh. You also get, like, guitar polish. You get some form of cloth to do it with. You get 4-0 fine thingy for, like, polishing frets and all sorts. Yeah, yeah. It's it's quite a good little kit. So, I mean, the legitimacy (laughs) of the kit is... Yeah, Ayrton's gone, isn't he? He's he's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, like, the legitimacy of the, the care kits. I, if I'm honest, uh, I don't do a lot of kind of guitar cleaning because my guitars don't get all that dirty. Um, so, like, the the lemon oil and stuff like that, couldn't give, couldn't give two shits about. Um, but we'll talk about kind of what we would supplement them for uh, a little bit later. Uh, one of the next things, uh, it said the TC uh, TC Honey Pot fuzz, but I'm going to extend that to the uh, the TC budget line because there's so many of them that are 26 quid these days. That um, if one of those turned up in your your stock and you just got like any one of the random uh, TC. Things as long as it's not like the the fangs distortion or the the eye master um, heavy metal pedal or whatever. It was. Um, yeah. As long as it weren't those, and even if it was, I'd probably have fun just like ripping the piss out of it on um, <laughs> on Christmas Day. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think the issue with that is it's your stocking's not going to stay on the wall if you put one of them in it because they're so bloody heavy it just drag it straight off. <laughs> yeah, definitely you... stay on your leg. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. Uh, so it might, it might be a case where your stocking needs to go on the floor. Um, we've also got in in with that the next one was a Harley Benton digital delay, but again, Harley Benton do 
uh, a range of the kind of Joyo pedals, um, which would easily come into this. So, for example, if you've got the Harley Benton uh, Vintage Overdrive there, their take on the Tube Screamer, or the Ultimate Drive, um, either of those would make a great... Um, a great stocking filler for for a yeah. guitarist who didn't have one. Yeah, I mean, like cheap pedals like that is a good shout because you get a bit of fun messing around with them, even if you're not going to put them on your main board. Yep, standard stuff. Um, so, like, generally, kind of cheap pedals, I think, good for a laugh. Um, so, I'm I'm happy with that. Uh, the next in, in line was a gig bag, so they they chose the. Toman um, premium padded gig bag which came in like 28 quid so um, obviously not going to fit in your stocking uh, <laughs> it depends how big your stocking is I suppose um, but <laughs> having a having a decent gig bag available is always is always a good idea I suppose um, I mean, who who doesn't have a gig bag already? I mean, I've got shit loads of gig bags, but then I, I find myself in a situation where I've got another guitar. So, oh yeah, but I've got plenty of guitars that don't live in cases because I don't have enough cases. But when I if I want to leave the house with one, I just take one of the ones that's in my house that's in a case out of the case and put it in the corner, and then put the guitar I want to take out of my house into the case and then put that in the car. You crazy man! <laughs> so the way it works because I have a guitar corner if they didn't all live in bags then th- they would all get damaged because they'd all be laying up against each other yeah but you put guitar not in case then guitar in case then guitar not in case then guitar in case then guitar not in case and then guitar in case that's how my corner is nah so i oh. I would probably appreciate a, a gig bag, um, especially if it's got pockets. Yeah, and to be fair, I wouldn't say no. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's it it's not something. It's yeah. It, it it's something that is like a nice little filler. Um, next one, next one up. Uh, Tom and do a guitar or a bass toolkit. So, a couple of uh, screwdrivers, some Allen keys. Um, stuff for general maintenance. Never have too much of that, I guess. Yep, same here. Like, because I've got thirteen or fourteen like soft cases. In about three or four of them live like full-on toolkits, <laughs> so that I'm yeah. never without. Um, Makes yeah. sense. And then the final one uh, on this list was, I think it was Warwick. Um, or someone like that. Um, it was a guitar chopping board. I've seen them. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put this under the under the heading of novelty items. So doesn't have to be a guitar chopping board. It can be Spatching any of that other but... useless tat that like people think guitars on them. Yeah, I've I've got a fair few of them, and I don't mind them. But it's like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I re- I like guitars. That's cool. Um, it doesn't mean that I want 
fucking guitar paper clips or <laughs> just like yeah. yeah go oh he'll love this he loves guitars yeah. no no I think there's I think there's a been there's been a couple that's been missed off the list that's quite important go on that you can fit in docking fillers wall hangers and do you know like they look like fold away uh, guitar stands I do I've got one of them little fold away guitar stands they're brilliant brilliant things take them to gigs just unfold them being sorted and they fit in stockings yep so I mean my my idea for this this segment was to come up with a better um, list for stocking fillers so I think we'd keep the polytune uh, yep I would suggest keeping the plex keeping the guitar cleaning kit keeping one budget pedal rather yep. than the two um the toolkit would be fine. Yeah. The guitar case, I think, would wouldn't be wouldn't go down terribly. Probably not. Um, so like you say, I think the stand is a, another great shout. You Either think, a wall hanger or a fold-up stand. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, often when you're at gigs, there's just nowhere to put your guitar. And yeah. You you having to like lean it up against something, and it's well, an amp yeah. or a drum kit or something like that. <laughs> exactly, exactly that. <laughs> or the floor. You either like bring your full rack uh, to the to the full gig, which guitar. yeah. I mean, what what my band used to do is we had like a communal one, which was like five or six guitars. So I'd always bring my guitar, but then a backup. Singer would bring his guitar and a backup, and then we'd have enough space for the bass as well. It was wicked. But if you if you're not that organised and you you're not in cahoots with the rest of your band, you're leaning on your guitar up against the corner essentially. So or you're carrying it round on you at all times. Well, yeah, that's it. So that, I mean, that's that's, a, that's great fun. That's a wicked show. Yeah. Um, I would also uh, I'd throw in fast fret. Yes. Because for guitar maintenance, I use that quite a lot for the, to hydrate the fretboard. Uh, it works just as well. Um, there'll probably be some luthier out there going, what? No, that's going to kill your guitar. It hasn't. I've been doing it for years. <laughs> he does it tomorrow and that's it. His neck just breaks. <laughs> that's the, it. The fr- all the fretboards just come fret off. The- just pop out the front of the guitar. Yep. Slap with- um, <laughs> so, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, One please don't do that. Fret. <laughs> uh, just all the frets just, just come out. They're all fretless now. Um, so, yeah, fast fret I'd, I'd definitely have. Um I I have like tons of um, the the little kind of carry cases of Vaseline. Do you know the little cylindrical, like tiny little cylindrical ones? Yeah. Um, yeah. I I use those to to lubricate the nut as well, which is a lot cheaper than uh, kind you of. Use Vaseline one. to lubricate your nuts. I do indeed, <laughs> because <laughs> it's, it's the gentleman's choice, and sometimes even scented uh, Vaseline's as well. So. Because you've got, I mean, no one really likes going going to the nuts today, but it, it'll make it a little bit more of a pleasure if it smells nice. 
So, or if you've got a cold, you can use Vicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't putting Vicks on me nuts. No, 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 not sure at all. Sure, it's gonna sting. Like yeah, that yeah. bloody tea tree or bloody stupid shower gel. Oh, that stuff's oh, brilliant. Yeah. It'll wake you up <laughs> like nothing else. <laughs> oh dear. Right, sorry. Where did we? What was that? You and uh, my question for your Vaseline is: Do you grate? Uh, graphite into it and make your own like graphite paste uh, with some of them I do I've got I've got like three tiny coffee jars of of graphite powder because I bought some off eBay but they sent it in a little fucking plastic bag <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had to decant it somehow so I've got these tiny little coffee jars of of graphite powder um, and it does it works fine but when applying the lubricant the the graphite graphite vaseline graphaline uh to your nuts um make sure that you do it like using a bit of kitchen roll or some some toilet paper or something because if you ever try and get if you ever try and get uh, graphite powder off your fingers that's a pain in the ass if you ever try and get graphite powder that is covered in vaseline off your fingers nope <laughs> Don't. Yeah, it just—it doesn't I mean, work. Alternatively, wash your hands after doing it. No, because it's a jelly. It does the water doesn't affect what it. Proof. Yeah. So that's my warning. If you are going to make your own um, Vaseline graphite, um, which I did I, originally, I, I, I had like a, t- a bunch of these Vaseline <laughs> containers, and I just. I just stirred it around with my finger. Thought, oh, that'll be be nice and easy. And then I had this black finger for the next three days. Like, fuck, just like stains it. Um, so s- swinging back onto the stocking fillers. Um, one thing that I would happily happily have in every Christmas, birthday, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, any of those guitar leads just a, like a little either 10 15 foot just a standard not shitty quality but it doesn't need to be anything special it doesn't need to be like i don't even know a good brand of Planet guitar Wave cable makes you know patch cables whirlwind <laughs> have got lifetime guarantees fender custom shop yeah fender custom shop yeah um i would i would happily have just a couple of those just as like Nice backups. So, patch cables. Yeah. Batteries. <laughs> ah, batteries can get to. For the people that don't use power supplies. You mean for the people that are wrong? There is that. <laughs> or people who've got active pickups like myself. Yeah, some I mean, of those again, require two. People that are wrong. Two. Uh, and wireless kits. <laughs> of course, I use, yeah rechargeable AAs in my wireless kit I'm tempted how about gaffer tape yeah shit like gaffer that gaffer tape everybody needs gaffer tape it doesn't don't have to be a guitarist for that though everybody needs a gaffer tape it fixes everything yeah also uh, as as one final thing because I think uh, we, we're doing pretty well for time actually um, extension leads yeah because you yeah. always go to a gig and they There's they won't have one. They'll have one wall no. socket and go. You need to plug in two guitars on a bass. Huh? Yeah, fuck. Yeah. So, 
just yeah, just a, a, a an extension lead. Surge protected um, if possible, and if they've got USB ins as well, so you can charge your TC pedals. I, I've got one of them, and it lives in my pedal board. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So shit like but that. Then is... I do have four power supplies on my pedal board. <laughs> So shit like that is invaluable, isn't it? Or so, by other band members, because there's always some prick that always wants to use your extension cable. Yeah. I mean, you could take that extension cable, toolkit, leads. There's always some prick, isn't there? Guitars, oh. amps. Kicks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pedals. Get off me fucking timber tones. They were a Christmas present. <laughs> Hey, I best get that cable back. That was off me mum, right? <laughs> yeah, me nan left this to me. <laughs> um, so, we've got we've got another two segments. We have so we do, so we do. Um, use views or pedal weed mind's eye. Let's do use views first. Keep people interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep, you don't think that stocking filler was? Uh, no, edgy, I mean, you keep people invested okay. to the end to see whether Ayrton can sniff out all the weed again. <laughs> That's <laughs> it, I suppose. So the use views. Um, I'm going to go for... There's, there's a statement. You can choose to be for, for or against it, but then, then when, when we when we chosen, the argument's locked in and we have to fight it to the death. So the statement is, the most important piece of gear in 2018 was... The HX Stomp. Do you want to go for or against? I'm going against. Okay. You're going against Ayrton? Against. Right, I'll go for then. The most important piece of gear in 2018 was the HX Stomp. Um, Go on then, tell us why. uh, So, it does shit loads of stuff. Uh, it works as a USB interface, so you can use it as your kind of your home recording solution. Uh, it's not expensive in terms of like interfaces go. I mean, you buy just a straight interface, like a a Scarlet interface or, or whatever. That's going to cost you hundred quid anyway. These come in uh, under five hundred quid. So all the effects, all the amp modeling. Um, you get a you get an interface. I think Helix Native probably comes in. At th- I think we said it was like three sixty or something like that. So extra hundred quid, you get you get this as an interface. So that's, I mean, that in and of itself is fine and just awesome anyway. Um, it also works as a fly rig essentially. You could just take that to a rig uh, to a gig uh, and use that. Um, you could use it in conjunction with your pedal board as well and have that as your um, kind of amp solution so you're not having to drag heavy shit around. So great for um, kind of musicians who are who are taking public transport to get to, to gigs. So you're, you're in busy cities rather than um, Isle of Man. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean the the popularity of the uh, the Helix stuff since its release has been pretty unanimous. 
Um, and the fact that it's all of the stuff, like all of the uh, like the amp modeling and the cab sims and all of that, where the HX effects was just the effects. Uh, so it has that over that. Um, and you're not having to spring to the the LT, which is like 800 and the uh, the full fat, which is over a grand, I think. So absolutely beautiful solution. Um, yeah, I think I think I win. So okay, so let, let's let's start with your first argument. So it does lots of things. So does a Line Six Pocket Pod. <laughs> is that the greatest piece of gear ever released ever? Uh, no, this is. It's the most important piece of gear in 2018. I didn't say it was so, the best piece of gear. Okay, is is the Line Six Pocket Pod really important because it does lots of things? Uh, it it was important when it was released. Um, it's not yeah. so as important now because, as we know, technology becomes half as useful as the as the year goes on. Yeah, um, I just like the the HX stomp just is doing something that is basically pointless. <laughs> It's it's a pro- it's a solution to a problem that literally nobody in their life has ever had. Well, <laughs> we have a, a a good friend, Mr. Chris Wilson, who's who's bought one recently, and uh, he's finding the solution so useful that he wants to buy a second one. Yeah, but uh, I mean, let's let's wait three or four weeks. <laughs> Bear in mind, his very first post was. The amp sims are crap, and I'll never use the drive. It, it wasn't the amp sims the are crap. It's his very first post about it was the amp sims are disappointing, and I'll never use the drives. And then a day later, he was like, "Actually, it's all right." And then he was like, "Actually, I might buy another one." And then about three weeks down the line, it'll be on the gear exchange with the second one, to still which boxed, brand new, unused. I will be snapping that motherfucker right up. I, I'm not in like. HX, I understand the Helix. Mm-hmm. Kind of understand the Helix LT, but not so much. HX Effects, brilliant. Yep. HX Stomp, what is the point? I told you the point. The, the point, your point is if you want an all in one solution, buy a Helix, buy a Helix LT. If you want a. Like, I don't understand, like, it's it's. Three switches, so you've only you only got a small amount of presets. The whole point of buying a Helix is I want a different amp on every single... I've got a 35-song set, and the I'm a, a covers band, and the original artist, used, all 35 of them used a different amp. So I'm going to use a different amp on each one, different effects with them. It's going to be amazing. It's going to sound incredible. Or I'm an, I'm a, I'm an originals band... And I want to have a JTM 900 in my first song. Then I want a jazz chorus. Then I want a Friedman Dirty Shirley. Then I want a Fender Bassman. Then I want a Blues Breaker. Then I want a JTM 45. That's the whole point of these. This is not going to do all those things. Um. Then you can't control anything on the fly. It's it's the size of like a, a... DD500 or something, you can't control the 300,000 things that you need to control on the fly. I, th- I think um, the 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 market is slightly different than what you're you're perceiving it. 
the people who want all of that switchablosity, which is definitely a word, um, <laughs> those people will will spring for the the more expensive one with the the switches because they're looking for for that. There are definitely there are one hundred percent those people in the world. I I don't argue that point at all. Um, however. The most important piece of gear in 2018 um, because it gives a solution to the people who don't necessarily need all of that. So the people... Well, if you who, want one amp sound, buy a fucking amp. <laughs> um, but it, it might not necessarily just be like one amp sound. Uh, I, I don't necessarily know how how all the buttons work for it, but I assume you can have like three presets because it's got three buttons. Um... And there are people out there who having three set sounds is absolutely fine. Um, if you if you're working it as a fly rig, um, and you want like those three sounds, brilliant. Or you can then use it as your kind of your amp and uh, cab sim, and and bring a, a small pedal board along with that as well. Uh, yeah, but so you, you say that, but there's not enough loops in the back of it for you to use the effects that you've got with your Helix in with that, because you're not going to be able to say, I want to use the octave shift from the Helix, and then I want to use my drive pedals, and I've got a 200 quid chorus pedal, so I want to use that, but then I want to use the tremolo from the Helix, but then I also want to use my £150 reverb and delay pedals but there's also a cool delay function in this so i want to use that as well so they, they, you can't there's not enough loops for you to have that as an option so so let's let's step it back again let's step it back again because those those features are, are the people who will be going for the the full fat version i'm i'm thinking of it in terms of like the solution for just an a single amp sim and if that's the case, you can run all of your all of your effects into the front end of it, and it sounds. Or you could even have all of the all of the drive and the uh, the filter effects at the front, and then have the loop for your modulation and time based stuff. Uh, if if that's how you wanted to set it up. But if that's the case, why haven't you just bought an amp? Fly rig. So it's. So it's a, people it's who need to travel. Solution um, to a problem that twenty-five people in the history of time have ever had. Well, the the Tech Twenty One Fly Rig is a thing and is popular enough that they're still making it, uh, and have made a Richie Cotton signature of it as well. Um, and I've seen literally one of them in the wild. Yeah, and that's I, by somebody who doesn't use it. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, that's that's just like one. Uh, one solution that this thing can uh, be part of. There's also the fact that you can use it instead of having it as uh, having Helix native on your computer and then taking up the CPU processing power of the, the computer whilst you're recording. This does it all outboard so that you can potentially use a lower spec. Pardon me. Uh, you can use a lower spec uh, computer like the one that I've got, um, so that it's not going to make your computer die a death. Um, and you can do very good 
um, simulated sounds. Um, and then there's the the old boys who who want to get into the modelling thing, but don't want shitloads of effects, um, and just want I want the sound of a Marshall cranked. And potentially, I want that with a boost pedal for my lead. And then this becomes that solution as well. So it's it's plugging the the little gaps uh, that the, uh, the the people who uh, don't want the the full fat helix might want it for. And it's a ridiculous price as well. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculously priced. Absolutely ridiculously priced. If you if, if something's got three buttons on it, I'm not paying mm. any more than three hundred quid for it. End of story. That's ridiculous. Four hundred and seventy quid. Four hundred and seventy quid. No, no. For all of the the processing power of the 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 helix and all of the amp sims and all of the pedals and all of the and all the of the inconvenience. It's slightly less convenient, but it's only less convenient if you want the uh, the full fat helix. And if you want the full fat helix, that is still an option. But the okay, let's turn this around then. Go on. The most important piece of gear released in 2018 was the Line Six HX FX, <laughs> and it was the HX FX because. It got rid of the bits that nobody wants, which is the amp sims, which I'm sorry, like, yes, there are people out there, but the majority of guitarists are going to continue to use amps. It's just, it's, it's a fact of life. We've always used amps. Amps are natural to us. It's, it's, our, it's our home habitat is on stage with an amp behind us and a pedal board in front of us. And the HX effects allows you to have the highest quality multi-effects that is out there on the market at the moment without all the nonsense that's in the in the Helix for half the price, for cheaper than your three-button HX stomp. Uh, the MD500 exists. And MD500 does modulations only. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, it's going to cover... Like ninety percent of probably what you want the. Okay, the what about if I want a chorus, a flanger, and a tremolo on all at the same time? The MD five hundred do that. I, I, I'm assuming. I thought it was only two at once on the MD five hundred. Who knows? But also, <laughs> the, I don't then have to buy another three hundred pound pedal to get my delays and another three hundred pound pedal to get my reverbs. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So I think I think we've we've kind of exhausted our uh, our arguments for for this and uh, in traditional used views um, traditions traditional used views traditions um, this is down to the I oh know yeah it's it's getting getting to that point already so we're only halfway through um, it's down to the listeners to decide so get into the the Facebook group and tell us who wins. So, is it the argument for the uh, the most important piece of gear in two thousand eighteen ECH system? And remember that this this use views 
is not whether you think that statement is true. It's who produced the most coherent argument, which at this point is probably neither of us. <laughs> uh, so, so we've got we were on to our last um, last segment before we get into the the meat and meat and gravy of the uh, the podcast today, and this one. I'm very tempted to ban Ayrton from doing, but I'm not going to. <laughs> hey, I, might be shit. I might be shit this week. I might get more wrong. Well, we shall see. Uh, so, pedal weed mind's eye. For those who haven't uh, haven't heard it before, because we, we only did on this segment, segment once, I will give the name of three things. One will be a guitar pedal. One will be a strain of medical marijuana. And one will be created directly from my mind's eye. So, are you guys ready? Yep. Let's do this. So, first one's up. We have got the bug catcher. Sorry, the bug bug catcher. Bug crusher. Skywalker. Or emerald star. So, bug crusher. Skywalker. Emerald Star. What are we thinking, boys? I think the Bud Crusher is a pedal. Yeah. I think that could be like a fuzz. So you think- it's either that or a bit crusher or something weird. Yeah, so the Bud Crusher is a pedal. Okay. That one's locked in. I think... Probably the Emerald Star being the weed. Yeah, and the Skywalker is what you just made up. Yeah, let's go for that. So you have got one out of three correct. The Bug Crusher mm-hmm. was the pedal by Frederick Effects. Uh, Emerald Star was my mind's eye, and Skywalker is the weed. <laughs> of course it's the weed. Skywalker, come on. We're on See, to- that'd just be too obvious, though. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, it's, it's more obvious than the Emerald. Yeah, go on so then. You're trying to catch me out because of the other time <laughs> that I played it. You picked some really insane ones. Indeed. Right, so, next one's up. Peach OG, Scramble Brains, Northern Lights. Northern Lights is weed. Straight away, boom. <laughs> What was the other one? So we've got Peach OG, Peach OG, Scrambled Brains, Northern Lights. I'd say Scrambled Brains is the pedal. pedal. Yeah. Oh, you got it. You got it. <laughs> Thank you to uh, Weed Hound, Ayrton Tracy. No sooner had the words exited my mouth. Weed. Weed. <laughs> Yep, Northern Lights Weed. Scramble Brains again, Frederick Effects, Peach OG, Mind's Eye. Next one. Let's keep this going. God's Gift. Ouroboros. Whistle. Is that Ouroboros? No, Ouroboros. O U R O B O R O S. Ouroboros. Okay, that's definitely not from his Mind's Eye. Um, what were the other two? <laughs> God's Gift. Whistle. Uh, so God's gift or Raborus whistle. I'm gonna have to go Ouroboros as the weed. Okay. God's gift is the pedal, but 
but I don't know whether Ayrton agrees with that. I want to say God's gift is the weed. Oh, we're at an impasse here. <laughs> we are at an impasse. That's fine. I'll go with Ayrton. So, so God's, saying gift, God's is gift is the weed. So which one's the pedal, the whistle or the Ouroboros? Well, the whistle's going to sound terrible, so it has to be the Ouroboros. So, yeah. Ouroboros is the pedal, whistle is from your mind's eye. You are 100% correct. You <laughs> bastards. <laughs> he's like, he's got a spidey sense, but for weed. <laughs> Weedy sense. That's it. My 420 sense is tingling. <laughs> It's always 420 somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> I know it's not, that's but it's not what how time works. Like, <laughs> it should be, theoretically, if time works properly, that would be how time works, but it doesn't. Oh, right, so we've got two more. We've got two more. Let's see. So at the moment, you two are up, but you're only up by one. Uh, right, so Angel Feather, Train Wreck, Heretic. Angel what? Flower? Angel Feather, Train Wreck, Heretic. What are we saying? I reckon Train Wreck is a pedal. Okay. Train Wreck as a pedal, Heretic, or Angel Feather as the weed... So, heretic or angel feather as your weed? Angel feather. As the yeah. weed? Weed. And heretic as mind's eye? Yeah. Boom, get in. You got zero. Zero? Zero. Train wreck is the weed. Heretic is the pedal. Wow. Angel feather is the mind's eye. So, uh, both the Ouroboros and the Heretic are from Gajira effects. Um, both the Trainwreck and God's Gifts are weed. <laughs> and my uh, my mind's eye is getting getting better. So this is your last one. So this is the this one's the decider. Are you ready? Yeah. Cherry pie, salt storm. Green Santa. Cherry pie. Salt storm. Green Santa. Cherry pie is weed, I want to say. Do you agree, Matt? I'm happy to go with cherry pie as the weed. So I think green Santa is a pedal. Okay. Do you agree, Ayrton? Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Although I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's I'm gonna say it's a draw because you got the you got cherry pie as the weed. No shit. <laughs> um, the salt storm is an effect by made by Mike. Um, which is a little UK um Manufacturer, he used to do uh, YouTube videos as well back way, way back when. Um, and he is hilarious, uh, so check him out. Um, but yeah, the salt storm, it's some form of pedal. <laughs> uh, Green Santa, mind's eye. 
I thought that would be too obvious, but apparently not. <laughs> no. No. So we've got uh, a couple of couple of things to to get through. Um, pardon me. Professionalism thrown out the window. Sorry, before this uh, before this podcast, I had a, a Donna meat burger. Uh, <laughs> and, and it, I don't think it's doing me any uh, any favours, to be honest. No. <laughs> the the place that we order from is is usually usually quite good, um, but there was so much so much grease on because uh, the missus had a, a Donna meat wrap. There was so much grease in the um, in the greaseproof paper that it actually she actually made it run off from the paper. There was visible; it hadn't soaked in. It was it was still there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds amazing. Well, it's it's not going to be on Slimming World. I can tell you that. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, it's Christmas. Bar humbug. Bar humbug indeed. Right, so uh, we've got, like I said, we've got two things, uh, two things left to do. Um, we are going to run down uh, our kind of year of podcast uh, and talk about some of the stuff that we um, uh, mentioned in the podcast, kind of chron- chronologically loosely. Um, because I, I went through our, our podcasts uh, individually. I didn't listen to them all because that would have taken fucking ages. Um, but I went through uh, went through some of it and tried to get some of the news stories uh, and some of the stuff that kind of stuck out to me. So let's start with the start of the year. So start of the year, gear list. Uh, the start of the year kicked off with the Ibanez new tube screamer, pretty much. Um, and also from Ibanez, the AZ range. Um, so <laughs> two things that have kind of stayed in January. Pretty much uh, the the AZ. To be honest, I have I've, I've heard quite a bit about. Um, they they keep cropping up. Uh, our good friends uh, and a guitar geek. He's got one. Um, he he swears by it. I played a couple at the Birmingham Guitar Show and they were set up poorly. I then had a chance to play uh, another couple of them uh, at Guitar Guitar a couple of months later and I was not greatly impressed. Um, I think they, they're not a terrible guitar. They're not they're not horrible, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they're they're bad. But like when when we were reporting on them, kind of the late end of 2018 uh, 2017, I think. Um the spec sheet for them sounded uh sounded like it was going to be the ideal guitar for me. So like the stainless steel frets, I was thinking, yes, get in. Um, the roasted maple necks, these new, uh, designed for this range, the, what are they called? Like the Hyperion, uh, Seymour Duncan Buckers or something like that. Yep. Um, and 
was you're just thinking, yeah, this is going to be awesome, and it was it just kind of fell flat. the The neck profile weren't as comfortable as I wanted it to be. The pickups weren't very inspiring, and it just it was just a whole bunch of so. Do you know what killed them for me? Go on, Charvel, Charvel DK Pro Mod Forty Two, whatever it's called. Yeah, they they come in and played a blinder with that, didn't they? They uh, came in, they undercut the AZs, they did better finishes, and I've heard nothing but praise from people who've played them. Yeah, yeah. So the the finishes on the the Albanes were kind of divisive, weren't they? There were there was some kind of playing it safe, and then there were some that were just pretty fucking weird. Outlandish is the best way to describe them. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with pretty fucking weird. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean there was that new tube screamer as well. At the start of the year, uh, there was like shitloads of new tube stuff to be mentioned, and pretty much since then, not a fat lot's been done with it. Um, I know the. Uh, the Marshall MV50s were kind of arse end of 2017. They have yeah. new tube tech in, and they, uh, at some point in the year, we'll, we'll come on to them again at some point. Uh, in fact, actually, they were kind of start of the year. Um, they released another two of them, like the Boutique. Oh, it's like Boutique Clean, and then maybe like Metal yeah. or something. I can't remember. Um but if you weren't paying attention to them or the uh, the Ibanez YouTube screamer, you could have blinked and missed the kind of YouTube phase. Yeah, and I think I think we were being quietly confident that it was going to be a new thing as well. Well, it's it's happened a couple of times in like the last five years where a couple of companies have gone, "Here's what we're doing with YouTube technology," and people have gone, "Great." And then you've heard absolutely soddles after that press release. Yeah. And I, I, ju- I just don't think they're ever going to catch on. I think the biggest problem they've got is new metal, nobody likes it, and they've taken the new from new metal yeah. and put it in front of tube, and it's just... Yeah. It's- yeah, I, th- I mean, that that was my my argument about it uh, when, we, when we mentioned it first time, that the name puts people off. But I think... Even beyond that, it's uh, it's regulated by Korg, isn't it? Because it's it's Korg technology. Yeah. Uh, and I think that uh, is enough to have put people off. It's a bit like um, mini disc was in the the early two thousands, and it was <laughs> governed by Sony, and it was like superior in quality to the MP three, uh, and it was gonna it was it was gonna be like the Jesus Christ of the audio world. It was gonna save save the sins of the mp3 and the streaming and then it just never did because it was just it was more hassle and it was restricted and it was expensive so (laughs) my brother had a mini display and the the quality was brilliant it sounded great but it took uh it took hours to burn stuff onto the mini discs and yeah (laughs) it was just it, yeah, they it, were like, it didn't. Product. It didn't catch on. So it was never going to catch on. Uh, so the new I think the only thing I had on a, on mini disc was a Lego Dimensions game. I didn't even know <laughs> they did games on mini disc. 
Yeah, they used to do PC games on minidisc. Okay, cool. Because I had to get a new tray for my PC that had a oh, separate the little, slot. Yeah, the it. little slots in. Do you remember <laughs> CD trays? Do you remember when they used to be a thing on PC? Ed probably doesn't know what a CD tray is. <laughs> Fuck off. Tell me how to do. Cheeky <laughs> twat. Uh, You're like 13, aren't you? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... Another nine years. N- new tube is is pretty much the uh the, the mini disc of the of the guitar world at the moment and the Ibanez tube scream a new tube screamer should i say um was boasting some pretty cool features um like the like the blend control um uh, which uh Stuart Tate has come in and swoop, <laughs> swooped in on that one and just went yeah i'm going to use that um with the Antares drive um uh, but his actually makes more sense. Um, so yeah, new tube screamer. Haven't really heard a great deal about that since. I I'd, I'd go further. I don't even think it's the mini disc because I think people that actually use mini disc. I think it's the HD DVD. Oh, in terms yes. of nobody ever 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 had one because they were the stupidest things in the world. And Blu-rays came along and just won. They did. They did. Um, so. Um, moving on to the next uh, next thing, kind of wrapped up with with that um, that kind of same stuff. The Marshall Origin. Um, again, I mean, I've heard more about the Origin, and I, I keep hearing it uh, banded around as an alternative to kind of lower wattage stuff. So almost in the same breath that people will say. Um, the Blues Junior or the AC15, they'll go. Oh, and the Marshall Origin 20 as well. So, yeah, I think largely as it's taken its place as a uh, as a contender in that market. Um, I don't see many really of them about, but you just mentioned Stuart Tate. He's got one. Oh yeah, of um, course, yeah, yeah. A, a couple of people who I know. Don't haven't bought one, but said that when they tried them, they were really impressed by them. I don't know anybody that said anything other than they're a, a, a good guitar for that price, a good amp for that price point. I know a lot of people that said they're probably better than a lot of things in that price point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, I'd punch I'd, in. I'd look to get my hand on one if I could. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was at the the Birmingham Guitar Show and Ollie was playing one. Um, on in the on the Marshall booth, and despite Ollie's playing, it sounded great. <laughs> <laughs> Burn! No, no, it's it, it genuinely did sound sound really good. Um, and Ollie was uh, doing it some justice as well, which was good. Um, so the Marshall Origin, kind of sleeper hit, but not really made massive waves. But it's 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 doing. It's doing its part for the Marshall name because I think over the the past kind of decade there's been some Marshall have sullied themselves. <laughs> yeah, I mean they've done stuff like the, uh, the Astoria range, which was uh, was that a, a different coloured one. Yeah, a step in the right direction, um, but they were very prohibitive cost wise. Whereas the Origin is the right price point, the right kind of product as well. Well, that's it. They're finally competing with. Vox and Martin, uh, Fender 
yeah. with their competitors. <laughs> yeah, and, and listening to the fact that people were saying we need like low powered martial heads. And yeah. they, they they responded to that by bringing out like um five watt heads. And he's just like <sighs> We didn't not mean a Marshall class five. <laughs> yeah, not really uh, but it, it weren't the class five, was it? It was like the like a, a five watt Jubilee and a five watt oh, yeah. JCM and, and stuff like that. Um <laughs> And it was just so like, they, yeah, yeah, they're, they're brilliant. Fair. If you want, if you want the one sound, you want the driven Marshall sound, you want to crank it, all good. But these these give that versatility that the origins do. Uh, so cool with that. Uh, Squire, um, they bought out the contemporary series, uh, which had a contemporary Strat and Tele. Yeah. Uh, which I think I, I haven't played one, but they were reviewed on the Guitar Geeks YouTube. Yeah. Uh, generally quite favourable. He didn't like one of them. Was it? I think he didn't like the Telly, but he liked the Strat, or the other way around. Yeah. I th- yeah. He was he he was expecting to like the Telly, but ended up liking the Strat. But it yeah. weren't the fact that it wasn't good. It's just that he. Just felt it was a bit sterile. Yeah. So are they both HH? Is this the the contemporary series? Was that were they HHs? Uh, yeah, that's ringing a bell now. That is. Um, and they got matching headstocks. Yeah. Um, like, the, it it's something different, which I like. You know, and they, it's a, again a perfect modding platform if you want a HH guitar that looks a bit different, and you're not fussed about the pickups, then. <laughs> They're the right kind of price point that you can drop a, a set of Fletchers in. Yeah, yeah, and they they also bought out the uh, the active um, Jazzmaster. Well, they did it the active uh, Strat as well, didn't they? I think. But they. I only remember the Jazzmaster, but they might have done more. Um, um, eh. I might I might just be making it up. Um, but yeah, <laughs> they definitely did Jazzmaster. So like, kind of budget end uh, metal guitar, but not. Super super metal because it was, yeah, they looked less metal than metal, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So, again, like, largely, I I haven't really heard much about them. They've not made made waves like the uh, like the classic vibe series has been continuing to do. Um, but in its defense, um. I'm not really looking up um, Squire stuff much these days, so. Uh, yeah, I'm also not looking up their uh, active pickup Jazzmasters <laughs> these days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, maybe they're brilliant. It's just it's not aimed at me. Um, I, I just I, I'm never going to buy an active guitar. Mm. Uh, but I'd... he he says owning a line six helix. Okay, I'm never going to buy an active pickup guitar in that. That sound is not for me um, because I I don't need the ultra clean that they can do or the ultra compressed drive that they can do. It's not a sound that I'll ever need. Yeah, but I mean th- there is a market out there for them, and as a mm-hmm. as a kind of starting point for. Um, budding metalheads. Uh, I think 
I think it's a it's a good alternative to the not great amounts that are out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So next on our list, we've got the the Vox MV heads, which again the there was a boutique one and I think a metal one. Largely, that series have gone into obscurity now. I don't think I hear anyone talking about them. Nope. Uh, then it mentions Gibson, uh, and that's a, this is a kind of reoccurring theme throughout the year. This is Gibson. <laughs> uh, so I think it was kind of around February time that we started to realise that shit was hitting the fan with Gibson. Um, Sounds about right. They also decided not to, um, not to turn up to Nam as well around that time. Yeah, which was a an odd choice. And they went to was it CES, the Consumer Electronics one instead. Yeah, and had some bloke walking around with that yeah. Star Trek V. Jared James Nichols. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was it the, was it the Star Trek V or was it a normal no. V? I can't remember. I don't know. Um, but yeah, they, they made some interesting choices. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed they're back on the list for Nam this year. <laughs> they are, yes. Yeah, they've, they've seen the error of their ways. It's because Henry's gone, isn't it? Yeah. Long long live Henry, RIP. I see it. Um, then we've got the Birmingham Guitar Show, which largely contains a lot of those things. The Ibanez, the Marshall... Uh, probably had Vox there some, at some point. Um, but I managed Honey to... Honey Boy. Yeah, ho- oh, Honey Boy was one of the, the ones that I was going to mention. Because uh, I, I managed to um, listen to the demonstration of the origin and obviously hear Ollie play it. I didn't get to play it myself. Uh, but it, that impressed me. I managed to play some Supro amps, which... All right. Uh, <laughs> there was a company called Yellow Rock who were doing... Um, they were kind of hybrid amps with, I think, I think they were anyway, like valve preamps, but um, solid state power. Um, they were okay. They sounded pretty good, but they were a little bit of a premium. Um, and for for having the solid state power, I was kind of on the fence about them. But then I got to try the Honey Boy, the uh, the five and the eighteen. Uh, which were the one, the only ones that were out at that time. He's since made the 30. 30. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, both of those amps absolutely blew me away. Uh, and I'm still still trying to figure out how I can release some equity to, uh, <laughs> to perhaps uh, put some money down for one of them. Procure one. Indeed, secure, yeah. That's very, very business of you. Um, so, yeah, that's that's one of the things. Um, and one of the things that was well? was uh, exciting me at, at the, the guitar show, which I haven't really seen much since, is the hot one. Uh, I think it was called the Pedal Commander, which is the pedal switcher. Oh, the yeah. Weird, mm. like... Really easily programmable pedal switcher. It was like four loops. Um, <laughs> that we've not even seen in a store yet. No, I mean that, <laughs> that's the issue. That I don't see Hot One pedals in stores at all. 
Um, it's a shame as well because the stuff that I've tried from those guys, absolutely brilliant quality. Um, so <laughs> next next bit of news, we are we we're firing through these brilliant. Ne- Did you not meet some Dutch friends at that one? <laughs> oh, the uh, the Nechi. Were they not at the Birmingham with Harsha? They were, yes. <laughs> which is how I how I know that they are Dutch, <laughs> and which is why I've uh, wielded a rather racist accent <laughs> a few times this year. And uh, there will be no more of this uh, this racism. It's it's not cool, guys. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Of all of your clothes, the podcast with that accent. <laughs> it may very I well. I think you do a full podcast with that accent. Uh, <laughs> what, from from starting is... this very second, just finish it off in the Dutch accent. This is no. He needs to start from scratch on a new one. Yeah, this is uh, episode number seventy-seven of the uh, Frito Podcast. You are here with your host. It's the chilled out bell guy. I think that will work. Might do. It really confused people if we returned and I just had that accent. <laughs> just continued it on for a year. Yeah. And then do another accent yeah. next year. No explanation. Uh, so after that, there was a, a huge shitstorm of controversy about a PRS. Uh, Silver Sky. Was it the Double Cut 24? No, it wasn't that one because that one is just shit <laughs> not a shit storm of controversy PRS Silver Sky John Mayer signature essentially PRS Strat uh, the internet was not kind to it <laughs> that's a polite way of putting it, it yeah it very much is um, however I still hear about the Silver Sky these days mainly off yeah. the omens who's saying I'm gonna buy one I'm gonna buy one uh, but no, I, I still hear them hear about them these days. They have very much cemented themselves into the the um, guitar communities. Yeah, they're they're, they're very much uh, very much a part of it, and I can understand why I've tried one. They are very very good. They're expensive. Don't get me wrong. For what is custom shop strap money? Um, you aren't you getting get quite, yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're getting like a padded gig bag rather than a a, a case. Um, it is a production model, and the colours still aren't super exciting, but they do play well and they sound brilliant. I mean, my issue with these is. You're less than 600 quid away from the exotic guitars. The exotic guitars are better than this, sir. And, like, I, I just cannot see a production line PRS being better than those, unfortunately. I'm going to have to try both. I've, I've tried the PRS. I've tried, uh, like, the very same day, I tried a, a Sir. Um, Modern, classic, classic, something, something. Uh, the, was, the Strat style ones are the classics. Yeah, the classic. Um, and I preferred it to the Silver Sky, but the quality of both was 
uh, was rivalable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you need to do, get yourself down to Peach, and you can try all three. Try the Sir, try that, and then try the Exotics. Because the exotic, like, until you've played one of those mysterious oiled um, <laughs> baked maple necks, you'll, like, it, it's just on top of the absolute fantastic quality, it just changes the way you play guitar. They're just something else. You need, to, if you haven't tried an exotic guitar, you need to go and try one. There were some mysterious oils coming out when I was uh, playing that, sir, I can tell you. <laughs> You're a dirty man. It's a dirty, jizz dirty joke. Man. It's a jizz joke. I mean, we, we, uh, we're past the hour mark, so it had to happen at some point. <laughs> Wait until we get, get later on. <laughs> no. 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 So I'm hovering over the mute button. <laughs> um... So yeah, Joe Bonamassa, 59 twin. Um, that was a thing. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. <laughs> then, of wank. Uh, the Parallel Universe stuff, Fender Parallel Universe stuff, the News Pinata. Um, that, those stuff started getting wheeled, wheeled out around the same time, was it? Uh, so you started off with the Strat Tele. Uh, we had the Jazz Tele, the Gretsch Tele. Um, lots of tellies this year because yeah. they are the best one um, and the Meteora which essentially another telly <laughs> a non-telly shaped telly <laughs> that's it isn't it um, but largely Fender Parallel Universe stuff I'm, I'm down with cool yeah. different it was different it was it was something exciting to look forward to every month even when they were ridiculous, like the Jazzmaster Tele. Uh, <laughs> and the Jaguar Strat. Yeah. The, <laughs> but it, it was it was something exciting. And I'm absolutely just applauding Fender for doing that. Because it was, it was keeping us talking about Fender. And I think that's, uh, that's very much a, a kind of running theme for this year. They could just rest on their laurels because they are a massive company. They are one of the two who you think of when you think of guitar. But they, they're not. They're constantly re, redoing stuff. Uh, and as we go down the list, you'll hear some more stuff that they've done, um, which absolutely blows it out of the water. So parallel universe stuff. Um, highlights for anyone? Uh, the Gretsch Telly. The Gretsch the Telly Super Deluxe. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the the, the Gretsch. Gretsch today. Oh, I think the Troublemaker was uh, was my absolute jam. Troublemaker again, awesome Les Paul telly. Yeah, well that's it. Yeah, Les Paul meets telly. Uh, yeah, so we've got to enter the parallel universe. Nita Strauss, uh, Ibanez signature. That kind of went and went away. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and I don't think I've seen one in a shop, but I, uh, I am absolutely down for the fact that um, Ibanez are now kind of catching up a bit and uh, are taking women guitarists seriously. Yeah. yeah. Um, so hats off to that. 
It was called the the Jeeva, weren't it, or something like that? Yeah. Um, again, not really my kind of thing. It was a it was a souped up S series, um, but she can play it, and she's she can herself. play many things, including me, if she wants. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> <laughs> but. Yes, we respect hey, her. We're all thinking that I just fucking said it. We respect her for her abilities to play guitar as well. I mean, she's she's not a bad-looking woman. We we can't can't deny that. But she she's not just an attractive lady. She she has earned herself an Ibanez signature series guitar. She knows what she's doing with a piece of wood. <laughs> I suppose I suppose we opened that. That one straight up there, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, that, that was always going to happen. But yeah, no, I just totally agree with your sentiments. Like, I, Ibanez finally having women as signature artists is good. It, it's nothing but good for the industry. Yeah, and I think at the time, um, and I'm, I mirror the sentiment now as well, actually, um, is that... It's a it's a signature series that's not just given to her because she's a woman. It's it's very well earned. She can play the thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, she's she's an incredible guitarist. Like, uh, yeah. and she's been in like obviously whatever the was it the Iron Maidens, the female Iron Maiden tribute act, and then yeah, she yeah. was obviously Alice Cooper's guitarist, and I think still is. But yeah, I believe she, I believe she's still doing that one. Yeah, and she's she's just released last month her own album as well. So, and she she's just finished touring, hasn't she, with her band here? Yeah. So she's, yeah. I mean, and she's been with Ibanez since the very start as well. Like, yeah, she's she's not she's not getting it. handouts. Yeah, so she's I mean, definitely she's been Ibanez it. endorsed for like. Yeah, I want to say something like seven years or something, but they've finally now given her a, a signature model, and yeah, you're right, it is well deserved. With the Iron Maidens, because didn't they do Nam a number of years ago? Yeah, and she's she was still using I, uh, Ibanez back then. Yeah, it was like the RGs, weren't it? But, I can't remember. It was either an RG or an S series, but they're they're all the same to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bit of an Ibanez guitar racist, and I can't tell the difference between all of the series. <laughs> Shit, man. Uh, so yeah. Hats off, Nita Strace. Well done, well done, girl. Um, next one was a, a a little news story that we mentioned: Dave Grohl and the Kiss guy. Um, but I want to extend this because the the whole Kiss guy thing was awesome. That they got a dude up in Kiss makeup to to play along with them, and he absolutely slayed it. Um, yeah. In fact, he probably played better than the guys on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But he's been overshadowed. Um, yeah, well, part of it was the fact that Dave Grohl, even though I'm not a big fan of his music, he's an awesome dude. Uh, and the fact that he he got Kiss Guy up to to have this opportunity it would have made his absolute lifetime being able to play with one of his favourite bands. I'm assuming. Um, and the fact that he tipped away at six hundred and sixty six dollars as well. <laughs> yeah that's pretty yeah. cool um but also uh maybe like a couple of months back he got a, a little 11 year old kid up onto the stage um and got him to play some tunes and they they like jammed a metallica tune and played some other other tunes 
then ends up giving this kid uh, his guitar, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a legend. Yeah, he's just like, oh, I'm, I'm coming to the end of my tour. I won't, I won't need all these. Here you go. You, you go off stage with, uh, with this guy, and he'll pack up one of my guitars for you, and you can have it. Just like absolute <laughs> legend. That's. I'm just there, like, fuck. Why wasn't I there? <laughs> I don't think he'd have given you the guitar though, because you're not yeah. 11 years old. Like yeah. You said earlier. Yeah, I don't no, think this guy got a guitar. <laughs> I don't think it's that's the deal. You no. get up on stage with Dave, and you can you, you take your pick. Uh, uh, so yeah, there was that, and then kind of around that same time, interview series started. Whee! Uh, and we've done some pretty pretty fucking banging interviews, if I do say so myself. It's me blowing my own horn. Uh, so we, we kicked it off with the amazing. Uh, amazing Mr. Adrian Thorpe um, who this year has done so it was the Fat General and the Field Medic uh, were kind of being released at the time but since he's released the uh, the signature pedal of Mr. Pete <laughs> and also the Pete Danish Pete Danish Pete there we go We'll it. just we'll <laughs> splice that one in so it's not as not as goofed up. Uh, Danish Pete, um, the the Dane pedal, uh, which is getting some pretty critical acclaim at the moment. It is. So that's uh, that's pretty awesome. I'm gonna have to talk to him uh, about that. See if we can get him back on. Uh, we talked about bolt guitars, in which <laughs> end up. A little bit expensive for me and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you've got more guitars out of it and spent less money. <laughs> we yeah, it could get expensive for me in the future. Yeah, well, the well, um, it, you were looking at the RD shape one, weren't you? The resistor. Yeah. And they've come up for uh, seventy nine pounds pre order for a, a single yeah. pickup version. So, the, like the the pre orders, yeah, the pre orders are great, but you want the customization and you have to like. And for the what I'm going to end up with, paying, I think I've paid 500 quid total. It's um, a Gibson is, Stratocaster is, is what it is. Yeah, it's a, a <laughs> Gibson Les Ocaster. Les Ocaster. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, Plus. I'm pretty sure, I can't remember, but I think it's mahogany body, maple cap, ebony board, uh, tunematic bridge. Fuck my... <laughs> Stratocaster if with you... three single coils, lock, lock and tuners, of course. Yeah, as you do. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's that. Uh, no, I, I've got the Eric the... Clapton Tone Mod circuit in it, so that it's got like a a mid boost. Oh shit! Um, on the middle tone, and then it's a, a volume and tone above and below it. I can't wait for you to get that and. <laughs> Confused to fuck <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, so we did uh, Thorpe. We did Bolt. Uh, Tate Effects as well. Uh, sponsor. Um, I'll mention him here because this is a, this is the last one for the year. So I think this is his last sponsorship point. <laughs> so there you go. Tateffects.co.uk. Check his stuff out. Um, 
BMB uh, Overdrive is actually fucking awesome. Um, it's a it's a like a modern sounding distortion pedal. Um, it kind of nails that kind of alternative nineties uh, punk and alternative sounds. Um, but it does it does like crunchy blues. It does um, almost fuzz sound as well. And I. It, I didn't expect to to like it as much as I did, um, and it's going to be really hard come January when we're giving this away, and I'm going to have to post it. It's going to it's going to break my heart. But yeah, see, my my issue isn't that one. It's I don't need a fuzz pedal, but I really like the sound of the raise for raise the dead. <laughs> like yeah. it, the, the demos I've heard, just it sounds incredible. I don't need a fuzz pedal because I don't use fuzz. No, I'm I'm thinking that'll that'll be my uh, my resolution for 2019. First resolution: get that fucking song learnt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> second resolution is use fuzz more. It's lovely. Should use it. Yeah, yeah. I think I might might try and do that as well. I don't um, think fuzz would go down in a heavy metal theatrical band, would it? It could do. You could make it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've done we've done the Tate Effects with his sponsorship there. Um, Tater Effects. Tater Effects. Uh, <laughs> JSA. I really had fun talking to uh, to Simon. He's an absolute dude. Love that chap. Uh, and got to play his uh, Green Chai. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Um, green Chai Micro. And it's awesome. Um, Pedalboards of Doom Lee. That was an awesome interview as well. Uh, it was. Really interesting chap. Um, been talking to him recently. And he's, uh, yeah, legend. Just exactly. Straight guy, yeah. Yeah, exactly as you, as you speak to him on the cast, he's, he's that exact chap. Uh, then we did Hello Sailor, which, <laughs> again... Cost a bit of money. <laughs> that got, got a little bit expensive. <laughs> um, but for good reason. His stuff is just... It's just f- so full of mojo. Um, it, I love this that little corner of the market that he's, he's carved out for himself. Um, just like beautiful circuits that are all like tag board uh, and like yeah. vintage like massive um, components and it all just looks awesome yeah and like the the really cool thing I think for us really is the fact that he can't take custom orders at the moment because he's had, got so many orders of the <laughs> of the, the the standard stuff that he does after our cast kind of coincided or your interview with yeah. him coincided with another couple of things and kind of everything kicked off at once and he's like right I can't do any custom orders right now because I've got a backlog of everything else to build I think we broke him <laughs> <laughs> which I think for us to be able to help somebody like that I know it wasn't solely because of us but we were we were part of that and no, I'm, I'm taking full credit mate a f- fantastic like <laughs> thing for us to have done because yeah, yeah. like I say he's, he's an absolute legend yeah and I mean yeah literally all of the all of the uh, all of the companies that we've mentioned on the interview series deserve uh, as much success as they can get because each and every one of them are uh, just nice and genuine chaps 
Um, yeah, and they're all interested, like in their own different ways. They've all got something different about them that just makes them really interesting people to listen to as well. Like if you haven't, if you haven't listened to those interview series because they're not part of the standard cast, go back and listen to them because those people are just really interesting and they're far more knowledgeable about guitars than I am. And you listen to me every week. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm often yeah. doing it just feeling completely out of my depth because these these people <laughs> like actually know their shit, whereas I just pretend. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and we, when you go to buy a car, you kick the tire, you look at the engine, go. That's it. Yeah, it's got an engine. That's, that's an engine. Yeah, <laughs> the tire didn't cave in. Seems completely roadworthy. This does. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we, en- we ended it up with uh, a double Dave Rage uh, with the the competition as well, which again, awesome. Uh, he's a chap who I keep in contact with uh, on Instagram as well because we we've got a very similar kind of wheelhouse, so we we should be mortal enemies, um, but <laughs> we're not. We just we're nice chaps. So, um, so we did that. Um, after that, after the the first of the um, interview series come out, boss traffic light series. <laughs> <sighs> What a waste of time. And I see at least three companies in the UK have still got them in stock because yeah. nobody wanted to buy. I was, they were it, limited to what? Yeah. 350, was it, or seven? And that's worldwide, yeah, yeah. Whatever they were limited to, and they still can't sell them. And they've, they've both Andertons and Gak have had them down as low as 600 from that initial 750. Yeah, yeah. And still can't sell them because it's a stupid idea. Yeah. And all the people that were like, oh, Go with them is Rob Chapman, and it's literally on his back wall, and it's literally gathering dust. Yep. And anybody that bought them is going to do that with them because if you take them out, they lose all their value. Yep. And that's what people bought them for. They didn't buy them because they wanted reissues of those pedals. They bought them because they thought they were buying a collector's item. The problem was nobody wants that to collect. It's a stupid thing. And Boss is stupid, and I'm glad I can say that because, like, some of their other products are really good. But Boss is stupid in this situation. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've, I've mentioned it before, but Boss have played some absolute blinders. But then they've yeah. also absolutely spooned some shots, which yeah. this is one of those. It's like where you're aiming for the goal, and you hit the crowd in the corner. You're yeah. that far off. It's, Look at you with your football analogies. Yeah, yes, sports balling, mate. I'm one of the lads, you know. Hey, calling and something. Yep. <laughs> oh, no, not Stella. Stella? Stella? Just, no. I hardly touched her. Wee. <laughs> <Oui>. uh, <laughs> That's what them fucking the, the, uh, traffic light pedal should be called, Stella. Because nobody wants to touch it. Yeah. What, and you have to beat your wife to buy them? Oh, we've took a <laughs> no, turn. She'll, she'll, we no, have taken a turn. you if you buy them, because no one fucking wants them later down the line. So okay. they're the anti-Stella. Yeah. <laughs> sure, I've got What's an anti-Stella. I like how Budget Pelotop is trying to steer us away from this as quickly as he can. I am, I am, because... I think I have to throw up one of the uh, allegedly one of the disclaimers <laughs> that 
there's absolutely no correlation. There's no scientific causal correlation between drinking Stella and beating your other half, be it a wife or a husband. Or, it's just... <sighs> Shit, man. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, after after the literally directly after the the boss traffic light system, Matt has no hair. So that happened. Matt does have less no hair? Yes. I mean, you've it. got more. Are we only in May. More. We are only in May. Yeah, we, 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 <laughs> we're pretty much at two hours. Uh, okay, that's no, no. It's, it's fine. I just I, like I, I assumed by this we were like went summer nam, which was in June. No, Matt has no hair. Uh, yeah. Which, yeah, you've got considerably more hair than you had back then. I do. I have had a couple of haircuts, but... Indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I shaved my head for charity. I raised 750 quid for the local hospice, which was ace. You legend. Um, yeah, so... Uh, where am I at? I keep seeing the word boss. Boss, 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 because boss have done many things. Matt has no hair. Like... EHX release a pedal but I didn't write it down so <laughs> so it didn't happen yeah it didn't happen <laughs> I, I assume by this point it's the the muff uh, so the green muff will have already have been released maybe green muff was end of last year okay and then the op amp muff was not long after beginning of this year yeah so worth mentioning them um, just because they still endure um in fact, the the both the green and the op amp were on the guitar needs guitar needs guitar nerds gear of the year, so it means they must have been released this year. Or green was definitely last year because when you asked me at the end of last year what was the thing that I wanted to try the most, you, it was a green. You big said muff. green muff. Oh, I did. You, you're a wrong one, Matt. We've all got our weirdest. <laughs> I think by looking at the by looking at the waveforms on my uh, on my DAW, you might have just picked up a fart through the microphone. It was a good one as well. It was a really good one. I know. I know. We did one of mine earlier. Wahey! <laughs> I'll try and I'll try and time stamp them and get some reverb on them. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, so yeah, EHX release a pedal. Woo! Um, Boss Wireless Systems is the next thing. Um, they they've uh, they've gone into obscurity, haven't they? Those. I mean, you say that. I think Chris Wilson bought some, and uh, I know a couple of people over here that have bought them. Um, one of them certainly rejected it because, despite the fact that many people had said that you can put a strat trem system, you can screw the trem arm in with them in, you can't. And it just makes it then utterly pointless. Um, so don't buy them if you have a Strat. Um, I know plenty of people have said, oh, no, it's fine. It's not fine. I've witnessed it in first person. You cannot put a Strat trem arm in if you have one of these in. And you have to then turn it off, take it out. And then if you're stra- you Yeah, it's just a pain in the ass. Don't buy one if you've got a Strat. But, yeah, if you want the rechargeable wireless system, then crack on. Yeah. Um I mean, I've not heard any any people using them, but um, yeah, if you you've you've heard of people using them, that's fine. 
Um, it's not it's not hugely exciting though, is it? No. Um, next thing, uh, this was a pretty big one. Fender ditch the Mexican standard range and release the player range. Uh, that's pretty fucking big news. And when was that? Was that summer now? Uh, that's kind June? of that's midpoint. Uh, so it right. it does look like someone because we've got Fender Ditch of the Mexican player range we've got the Moore Black Truck uh, the official release of the Gibson Gary Clark Jr uh, which we have ridden like a pony this year was that the red Gary Clark Jr probably it must have been uh, the Vox AC range as well they they fucked that one Vox royally it's an AC yeah because <laughs> they uh, no. they made Made revisions to the the Vox AC range, didn't they? They uh, oh yeah, they made them yeah, single. Okay. Yeah, I forgot uh, about that. Sing- totally forgotten about that. <laughs> yeah, so the single 12, 12 inch speakers, which we thought, oh, that's that's pretty good. It's much lighter, but then also made it uh, like they've ruined the channels or something. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I wasn't a big fan. I remember now. I can't remember all of the all of the things that they did, but we weren't very very happy about that. <laughs> And then at this nope. point, it says Fletcher Blends, which is where you got your um, vintage SG with uh, the Fletcher Blends. Is that when I finally got the blends into the guitar? Uh, yeah, yeah, around that time, yeah. Yeah, because I, I remember I bought I, the the blends arrived about the same time I shaved my head, and I wanted to get them in for TT, but I didn't end up getting them in for TT because the guitar wouldn't let me get them in because the yes, you needed to, too you tight needed to, uh, I, I needed a bit more lube. <laughs> You actually lived the hole, didn't you? Oh, did. brilliant! If it works, it works, man. If it works, it works. It didn't work. I then had to drill the hole out, but it's fine. Yeah, like a gooey, <laughs> gooey wooden hole. Um, so yeah, there was there was all of that stuff. Um, we'll we'll talk more about the about Fender uh, later, but like them ditching the ditching the standard range um, in in exchange for the player. Like solid move, uh, more black truck as well. It's like the red truck, but metal. Um, right, <laughs> this is where shit starts <laughs> going south a little bit. So, TC Electronic um, get pulled up about a, a certain tone print, and then over the ensuing month, uh, Steel Panther get involved, the Pussy Melter. <laughs> Becomes a thing. Became a thing. Yeah. Um, I think that's the game of the year. <laughs> just for the name. Um, so it. You mean the guitar stuff of the Anum? Guitar, yeah, guitar stuff of the Anum. That's that's yeah. coming a little bit later. Um, that whole debacle. Um, it. It didn't need to happen, and it. It. The the fuel for it was the. Um, the the kind of offended uh, nature no. that keeps going on. Um, so yeah, I think uh, Still Panther made a made a book out of uh, out of all of that. It it's pretty much died into obscurity. Pretty uh, pretty much now, you don't hear people talking about it and. A little story about that. The, to get it through customs in the UK, one of my mates got one. It was 45 quid. 
on top of the 199 that the pedal was. Yep. Shit, mate. 45 quid in custom fees. So, yeah, that was a thing. Um, Gibson Billy Joe Armstrong signature. Um, it was a a junior, wasn't it? Les Paul Junior. Yeah, Les Junior. It looked but it was, shit. Yeah. Is this the one with the stupid scratch? No, the st- stupid scratch plate was the 2017. It did have a stupid scratch plate on, though. It looked. We mentioned that it looked like a Guitar Hero controller. Oh yes, yeah, and it was in stupid colours, and it was like three grand or so. It wasn't three grand, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was more it than was it way it, above more than it needed should, to be. It should have been a six hundred quid guitar, and it was probably like fifteen, seventeen hundred quid, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember now. Um, we also around the same time we did. Um, we did a uh, a cast that was very axe as fuck uh, <laughs> which I think this was like two weeks before I brought one <laughs> well yeah we had that one and then like the week later where you were talking through about how awesome the very axe was uh, we're not going to yeah. bore you again listeners with how very the very is but still gets used um, and then the Hotone multi-effects unit with the <laughs> the CDC MHD. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it adds you absolutely the, the, the in stitches. Pedal. Oh, it's fucking it's brilliant. Uh, Named by somebody having a stroke. Yes. <laughs> um, Fender again. Uh, Japanese FSR stuff. We had a Midnight series uh, that weren't too long ago, uh, but we also had a pa- uh, Paisley and Floral Jazz Masters. There was quite a lot from the um, Japanese um, Fender um, plants, kind of at the latter end yep. of the year. And they've been doing some pretty pretty cool stuff. Um, HX Effects and HX uh, Stomp. Obviously, HXFX came out much earlier on in the year. Fender released and some pedals. <laughs> well, well, we'll have a chance to argue about that a bit later, because I'm, I'm just going to kind of rush through the, the last couple of bits because we've got we've got our gear. <laughs> it's not gear, guitar stuff of the anum uh, today. Uh, HXFX, Fender pedals, some of those. Um, Meh. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. The the price point's good. I'm st- seeing some of them on uh, pedal boards as well, so fair enough to them. This thing I completely forgot about. Gibson 2019 range, the Les Pauls having dip switches in them. Yeah. And people losing their shit about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Yeah, they had dip switches. What, what else was Oh, yeah, um, the poker chip is in the case rather than on the guitar. Yeah, yeah. And... I mean, I, I was ready to lose my shit because I thought they weren't weren't including one, but it's just that they didn't and, put it on. Yeah, and the fine. scratch plate is in the case rather than on the guitar as well. Yeah, sound. I mean, yeah. It means that you also you need all to take it off anyway. So shut up, people. Uh, the poker chip <laughs> is required on the guitar. The... It's not required on the guitar. It is. It's a it's a key structural point. <laughs> Uh, Boss uh, released the Wildcraft Metal Zone and the DC2. Um, controversially, I think the Metal Zone Wildcraft is actually more important than the DC2. I, yeah, I'm with you there. The DC2W is 
pointless dimension is not a thing despite what the fact they will tell you and all it is is an uncontrollable chorus pedal which nobody needs yeah I think the, the W in the DC2W stands for wank so yeah we'll have that um, TC budget line price drop which was a game changer I think at, <laughs> at 50 quid a pop they were a bit much whereas they came down to yeah. 26 quid Happily have me some of that. <laughs> yeah, uh, as, as I have done. Exactly. Uh, Tate Effects released the Antares. and Antares. Ant arse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, apparently, a kind of yellow Japanese drive with a blend. Uh, from what I've heard of it, sounds really good. There was um I think there was a dip switch demos demo uh recently. Yeah. And it's not convincing me not to spend money on it. Tell me that. Uh yeah, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Problem doing this uh, this old podcast thing, isn't it? Costs yeah, money. You find out about gear. That's it. Uh then we've got obviously the boss Waza amp expander. In which we made many, many jokes about juice. Many jokes. Big loads. So many. Many, many of the loads at That's the same it. time. All the loads in the world. Like boo khaki. <laughs> <laughs> then there was that fucking horrible PRS. Uh, you know, the one that How was like half it? finished. And then like... Best. Gu- the actual guitar stuff of the Anum. Yeah, one of. All right, we'll see, see how that works out for you. <laughs> Um, and then the Fender Performer series as well. So, uh, like another complete overhaul of the American range, is it? I think it's replaced what was the American standard, hasn't it? I'll I'll agree with you. Sure. It, it's the the lower price point of the American ones because it's not the American professional price point which they did last year. That used to be the American elite. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so they've they've basically rehauled the whole thing over the year. I might have got them the wrong way around there, but I don't think I have. But I'm sure somebody will tell me I'm wrong. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, we're not. <laughs> we don't profess to be the most professional podcast. <laughs> but what we make, I think that's the, a good thing. What we lack in professionalism, we make up for in turning up. So and and jokes of yeah and many, yeah many yeah like <laughs> yeah <laughs> that kind of joke yeah um, yeah them ones yeah good job this is uh, audio and not visual um, so guitar stuff of the anum this is our see uh take on kind of rounding it up so it's going to be our final segment and we're going to. We're gonna round up kind of our picks of the of the year. So we're gonna start off with winners of the year. So companies or um, products which you think have won the year. Uh, I'm gonna start us off with Fender. Uh, the Performer series, the Player series, the um, Parallel Universe stuff. I think. All have been pretty good. Even like the the FSR Jap stuff, some of that stuff, not necessarily hundred percent aimed towards me, but still, 
there's some pretty Incredible. pretty cool stuff there. Yeah, I, I can't argue with that. Like some of the stuff they brought out was absolutely fantastic. Some of the stuff they brought out is totally not for me, but yeah, I'm like they it's they haven't exactly put a foot wrong with anything that they've done. They've not made anything worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the the color choice for a lot of it, I'm not hundred percent with. When was the last time you were hundred percent with a Fender color choice? Yeah, I mean it's standard line, legit. Um, but what I can say, like the Player Series two point trim system on the Strats rather than the the shit ones, that's a, a massive yeah. step forward. Um, yeah, they've taken away the ceramic pickups as well in in uh, exchange for some some Alnicos, I think. So yeah. Like literally, they've overhauled the Mexican stuff, and rather than it just being like a, a stopgap of, well, you could get the good one at that price point by going Squire and getting the classic vibe, or you can get something with the uh, fender on the headstock and it be a little bit just okay. They've gone, nah, fuck that. People are gonna yeah. buy this uh, Mexican range, so they've they've overhauled it and. I'm down. Fair play to them, yeah. Yeah, and I, I hope they do something similar to the uh, parallel universe next year as well. Um, because even though I might not agree with the Meteora, um, because it's... it's Dirty. just <laughs> Ugly. Yeah. Idiot. It's, yeah, it's, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> but... <laughs> it's different. Yeah, but, it, yeah, it's it's new. And I think there's not enough of that happening. So even though I will slag it off, I'll, I'll jokingly slag it off. I will be, I'll be championing the fact that they have done it. Good on your fender. High five. Um, I also want to uh, nominate the PRS Silver Sky for winners of the guitar stuff of the anim because considering. The all of the negativity that came with it to start off with. There was so much, uh, like so much of a backlash online of people just taking the piss out of PRS, saying that they are literally just ripping, ripping Fender. Um, it's it's endured and it's still it's still um, being mentioned. It's still relevant, and I've played one and they are good. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm cool with that. Uh, any winners for you guys? Yeah. So for the first time in my life, I want a Charvel guitar, and I've never ever been able to say that before. But those DK24, the the pink and the orange one, HSS Strats especially, um, have made me want a Charvel, and I never ever like if you'd have said to me at the end of 2017 next year the guitar you most covet that's released that year will be a Charvel, I'd have said, what are you smoking? Can I have a bit? <laughs> that's it. And absolutely, Tess T. Fi. I I will 100% say that is a winner. Because the, the colours are great. The spec, uh, comparable to the AZ, but the price point is a good couple of hundred less 100 quid yeah so yeah I can't argue with that and 
I, I as well. Very intrigued to try one. Uh, Ayrton, you said that you, you had a, a winner of yeah. the year. I think Horizon Drives is a whole company. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Because they've just blown up and they've brought out, brought out something for like technically like every player. Everyone from like Blues with a Spark up to like obviously your metal people with the... Uh, Actual Horizon Drive. Yeah, I mean, we. I think we we reported on the Horizon Drive. We hadn't mentioned the Spark because that was a couple of weeks ago on a quite yeah. heavy um, heavy news week, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah, they're uh, they're making waves, aren't they? Big time. And I've I do keep hearing stuff about the the Horizon Drive. Uh, again, it's not it's not my wheelhouse, but. If I keep hearing about it, it means people are buying them, people are playing them. Yeah, I know a lot of people that have actually bought them. Yeah. And chatted nothing but good stuff about them. So, they do, is, well, obviously Misha's doing something right with it all. Yeah, yeah, bang on. Uh, right, so biggest turnaround, I think there's no no arguments here, is there? Gibson. Absolutely, Gibson. Uh, yeah. At the start of the year, we were taking the piss out of them every week, uh, and they they suffered some rocky grounds, and they they've come out of it. Yeah. I think, and it's all thanks to the Gary Gary Clark Junior. <laughs> you know, we are literally I'm on a wavelength here, Matt. <laughs> Because that was that was going to be my next comment. Yeah, the the Gary Clark Jr. has saved Gibson. Uh, no, they've, they've, they've made some they've made some good choices. Uh, I don't think another four or five Joe Benamassa signatures has been has been that. Uh, but they yeah, I mean the, the Gary Clark Jr. was a, a good one. They released the um, the SG special as well. Which yeah. I thought was was awesome. Some of the uh, like the the accoutrements that they're putting on the the 2019 range don't suck. Like the dip switches, I know they got a big backlash, but you can literally ignore it. They or if you want the traditional the Les Paul, buy a Les Paul traditional. Yeah, yeah. If I mean, that's what you want. Buy the one that's three hundred quid cheaper that doesn't have the functionality that you don't like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Literally, literally, people, stop whinging. Yeah, stop it, sheeple. So yeah, big the big G have done a big turnaround, and hats off to them. And I am, I am, not even quietly, I am looking forward to what they have got to got to come in two thousand nineteen. It'll be interesting to see. Right. I want a Gary Clark Jr. Oh yeah, I <laughs> I think I want a Gary Clark Jr. as well. I think I think I might have to sell a couple of things and get a Gary Clark Jr. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can get behind that. The the thing that we uh that's probably gonna be the most interesting for, for the listeners. What do we reckon the flops are of the year? So we've had the winners, we've had the big turnaround. Who's who are the flops? I mean the new tube screamer. New yeah. tube, yep. 
I, I'd agree with that. And the, anything with new tube in it, really. <laughs> yeah, just any. <laughs> That's it. I don't know. Um, part of me is still kind of quietly hoping that it does make a go of it, because it might it might lead to like new and interesting stuff. Um, but it hasn't happened at the moment. Um, um, go on. Have we got any more? I'm trying to think now. There was something that popped in my head, but it's gone. Oh yeah, the uh, Line Six HX Stomp. <laughs> no bed. <laughs> The the HX Stomp is not a flop. In fact, that could have gone for the winners, but I, I figured it would be rubbing it in. Uh, new tube screamer. I've got the AZ series as well. Um, not that it sucked, but it just... It, it wasn't what it could have been. Yeah. You were the chosen one, AZ. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much pretty much my thoughts about it. I mean, there's a, there's another big one of the year as well. This oh. podcast. <laughs> wah, wah. Podcast's been amazing. Yeah, I think all four listeners have been really supportive recently. <laughs> <laughs> Three of them are us. Yeah. Yeah. Up until this moment, all four all four listeners have been really supportive. Um, so yeah, the AZ. I think the Boss GT and the Boss Traffic Light Series, Boss have been blinding yeah. the entire year. But those two, I think, weren't their finest moments. Definitely agree with that. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give one more flop as well. Uh, the Vox AC range, the the new the like, yeah, the, the updated version. Yeah, I mean, just buy an old one. That's it. Yeah. yeah, get in, get on the gear exchange. Buy last year's one. You'll get it for less money, and it'll be better. It'll be as heavy as or just don't get one. As heavy as a dying star, one. but that's where tone lives. Yeah, it, it, we tone, are tone, like a marshal. No, tone lives in mass, and mass lives in vox. Indeed. Yeah, a light vox is not really a vox. A shite vox. A light vox is a, a shite. Light vox is a shite vox. <laughs> you need to be in marketing, Matt, because that's how they that's how they market the the vox twenty nineteen range, which will have three speakers in it, and it'll be and a couple of bricks. That's it. We've learnt from the mistakes of last year. A light vox yeah. is a shite vox. The, the 20, 2018 voxes were made out of plywood. The 29, uh, 2019 voxes are made with breeze blocks. So, yeah, we literally set it in concrete. <laughs> By hand in the UK. And then put lead and asbestos in it for the tone. Yeah, oh, yeah you've yeah. got to have the asbestos speakers. That's what they used yeah, back in the day, the that one. Lead magnet, yeah. <laughs> right, so... A bit uh, mercury in there just for good measure. Yeah. Is, yeah, get some like mercury tube warmers or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh dear. Yep. Uh, so our final final one for today is the up and comers. So what you think um, either has been released but hasn't uh, quite reached its full potential, or some stuff that that's quite new and you think is going to be a going to be a big thing in in the twenty nineteen. Uh, guitar year. 
I mean, as much as I hate to say it, the the Line 6 HX Stomp has got to be in this category yet. We've not seen it to its full potential yet. Yeah, I think it's... As much as it's not a product for me, yeah. there are many, many users of this product. There, like I, I was being facetious before when I said that it's literally designed for 25 people in existence. Like This is going to be something that lots and lots of people use, and it's going to be great, and we, we'll see... Uses that we haven't even thought of yet in 2019 with it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think, yeah, it's, it's starting to pick up a bit of momentum at the moment, but... It's only been out like six weeks, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's not doing bad at all. Um, I think we would be remiss if we didn't mention the, uh, the source of all comedy on episode 72. <laughs> uh the 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 yeah. boss Bukake um, expand no uh, the Wazacroft and expander the, uh, the boss the boss juice box the juice box yeah. <laughs> uh, I I think that that will be um, it will be the next uh, ES eight I think it's going to be the next thing that just revolutionises uh, guitar yeah I can't argue with you there. Um, like I said at the time, if if I was now trying to build a rig, I'd probably be building it with one of those in it. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing that's going to hold it back is if it's cost prohibitive. If they get that it's, price, it's right, going to be expensive. It will be, yeah. It's gonna... It will be. Don't 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 get you don't kid yourself into thinking it's going to be a couple of hundred quid because it won't. But if it's if it's at a price point where it's making you question it, then. It might not. It might not. And for people who might be considering a Kemper because they want to have the sound of a turned-up Marshall yeah. at bedroom volumes and at gig volumes, who could then go and get themselves a Marshall Origin 5, get that sound at bedroom volumes, and then plug one of these into it and get that sound at gig volumes as well. Absolutely. If, if that's the sound you want, then you save yourself a couple of hundred quid by not buying a twiddly knobbed Kemper yeah. that I, I can't get on with. Yeah, I mean, it's if if you know the sound that you want, if you know what the amp is that you want, um, but it's it's only suitable for say it's a like a massive uh, hundred watt combo or something, and it's only suitable for that. Um, that gig um, kind of yeah. application then you can use this to, to attenuate it and, and become usable in multiple situations um, and you can also go the other way as well so you can take a 5 watt and make it into a 105 watt absolutely yeah. absolutely that so it, it just it makes versatile um, any amplifier which is I mentioned when we were talking about the uh, well after we'd stopped making uh, jizz jokes um, is <laughs> that I, I own like a multitude of amplifiers um, but I only own a multitude of amplifiers f- so that I can meet the needs of all the different kind of volume levels uh, yeah. I just have my classic 30 and attenuate it or uh, boost it depending um, I'd like to throw in the Nexi pedal boards 
because I want to do the Dutch accent. <laughs> not only that, I think because um, we mentioned about two months ago that Orianthi's kind of jumping on that, uh, jumping on that train. So they're getting some um, some artist uh, endorsements with it. Um, but back when I saw it at the uh, the guitar show, um, after I'd had a little chuckle about the accents, um, <laughs> I thought it was a really good idea. Uh, and I think for some people, the 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 kind of the the time and patience that it takes to to wire up a pedal board is like the the part that they love. For me, it's the inconvenient part. I want to get it all just plugged in and set up and done. Um, and that's why I get a multi-effects pedal. But this, I mean, this, this Nexi pedal board allows you to to do the pedal board thing, but then with the the switching on the fly rather than, yeah. and then oh, gotta find the lead that will fit, and it's not quite long enough for this one. Fuck, yeah. So it stops all that. I mean, you've you've seen how wonky all of the pedals are on my board because I can't be asked with it. Yeah. So the, like, this Nexi pedal board is is. It's the spirit animal of of us, <laughs> where we're never There's gonna no have those. About with Velcro either. Velcro's amazing. I, I mean, I don't even get Velcro. Mine's off-brand hook and loop tape. Mine is <laughs> front pound store. Yeah, if I can get it. It's. I mean, I mean I Velcro is supposed to. Board. It's supposed to be good for like something like ten thousand rips, whereas the one that I've I've got is like only one thousand rips. But I'm thinking, if I'm changing the pedal a thousand times, I probably don't need that. Yeah, pedal. yeah. It's. I've, the the indecision is is probably the more of the worry than if the pedal will hold. So. I don't know. That I mean those those are the things that I I was thinking of of up and comers. Uh I'd like to think as well the uh the T C budget range um has potentially got some some more legs in it. Um but yeah, I think I think that's where we can call it today, guys. Do we have to? Can I can I just pose one final question before we do? I know we're like two and a half hours in at this point. <laughs> go on, go on. I want to pose one final question, and that's: What was your highlight of the year playing the guitar? Oh shit! I've not got that written down. You're gonna to have to give me some some time. Ben, any ideas what your highlight playing was? Is it your first gig with Sin Circus or? Uh, probably actually getting back to playing guitar from having like such a long time off it. Yeah. Realizing how much fun it is. Yeah, guitar is fucking Thanks. awesome. How about yourself, Matt? So, like, I, this is going to sound really self-indulgent, but I doubled the amount of people I played in front of at the same time this year, and then some. So, the biggest crowd I'd ever played in front of was eighteen hundred. Yeah, um, before this year, and in June I managed to play in front of four and a half thousand people. And it was just incredible. Like, it wasn't the best gig I played. It wasn't the, the 
stuff that I played the most, but just looking up and just seeing an absolute sea of people is incredible, and it's just something that I I want to do more often. Yeah, you know, hats off to you. It's it's not self indulgent at all. That's that's what uh, what all of this is for. I mean, the obsessing over gear is is all good and well, but being able to put it into practice and and use it to to wow a crowd is is what it's all about, isn't it? It is. Over gear, no idea. Well, that's it. I'm I'm gonna bring my kind of my proud moment back to gear a little bit because I haven't done any gigging, uh, so to speak. Um, I'm gonna bring it to the Variax. I think um, it's given me a a love of um, kind of tweaking stuff, uh, and I've I've really managed to tailor that to some really cool sounds, like the the Brian May mod that I've done on on one of the patches, yeah, um, and just going in and tweaking some of that stuff, um, and I think um, if if I weren't talking about modeling technology, blends, Fletcher blends, um, I. I'm predominantly a kind of single coil guy. Um, but for these pickups to make me kind of sit up and take notice of humbuckers again, they've, they've got to be doing something good. I, I definitely. Indeed. Um, so I think that's where we, uh, that's where we wrap it for this week and for this year. And it's been a bloody good one. It has. It's been an emotional journey, and in 2019, we are going to come back bigger, better, and stronger as well. Uh, we've got some things. Bigger in the meaning fatter, better meaning. I don't know. Fatter. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Stronger <laughs> meaning fatter. Yeah, more rotund, <laughs> less mobile. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Probably fail our New Year's resolutions within the first two hours. Yeah, so uh, I think nope. on our first cast back, we're gonna we're gonna do some kind of new gear resolutions um i know it's awesome isn't it um but yeah so don't buy any more guitars we've we've got some stuff in the pipeline um and hopefully we'll be able to tell you more about that in the new year so that's that's pretty cool uh, i'd like to wish uh, each and every one of you listening a merry christmas because this will be kind of christmas eve so you might be listening to that if you're listening to it after christmas don't worry, I understand. There's lots going on at that time of year. Um, but festive holidays and all that jazz, and Happy New Year. If you want to catch us, guys, on Linterwebs, and Linterwebs, yeah, that's the one. And uh, if you do this before um, before January, you might be in the in the running for... Uh, a bit of a competition as well so if you go facebook groups you find fret talk podcast um you'll find all of us on there but if you're on there and the tate effects uh instagram account as well you're in for the running to win a bnb overdrive uh if you want to catch me online you go facebook.com slash budget pedal chap you go instagram.com slash budget pedal chap and youtube i am budget pedal chap but then just just click on the links in the in the description. I'm there somewhere. Um, last week I didn't do a video because I couldn't be asked. Uh, but there there'll be stuff coming out over Christmas, uh, 
essentially <laughs> reviewing a pedal that Matt sent to me. Um, yep, yeah, that one. What? <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, the little. Oh right, yes. The yeah, little kind one. of orangey, yellowy. Yeah. Because I've I've got that recorded, so that'll that'll be coming out soon. The the yellow one you've already released. Yeah, the, that's the. Uh, the, the Chorus. Um, I'm thinking the, the two boss pedals in one, but... Oh, right, that one. Sorry, yes. Yep. Okay. I was really confused. <laughs> um, so, if you want to catch Matt online, he does the Bad Buckers podcast, whose release schedule for Christmas you will have to check out over there, because I really don't know. I, I Spoiler alert, I'm recording a podcast on Thursday that will be released sometime before this cast. And then I don't know, because uh, in, in case you didn't know, WWE have pre-taped their stuff that was supposed to come out on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, so we already know the results for that as well. We might just do both casts in one recording and then sack off between Christmas and New Year. Fantastic. <laughs> um, so you do the Bad Bookers podcast every three out of four weeks, pretty much? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been on it for like five weeks in a row, which is odd. Uh, so yeah have Christmas off um, you are also <laughs> heel underscore Matt Q uh, on Twitter uh, where yep. it's not only wrestling stuff it's random musings of, of Matt Quine it's all sorts of random stuff um, so yeah check that and uh, switch IOM Facebook so facebook.com yep. slash switch IOM and if you want to catch Ayrton online he is at uh, facebook.com slash the sin circus and obviously some cool stuff happening over christmas so get get checking that stuff out new single and all that jazz it's not jazz is it no <laughs> awesome might be we'll, we'll find out it, it's it's not jazz death jazz <laughs> no it's a um, hardcore rap mixed with dance speed skiffle and I- yeah, <laughs> it's my favourite favourite title. I snorted Richard's dad's ashes, and what you hear is what happens. Jeez. <laughs> and I watched a documentary on. <laughs> I might keep it in. You never know. Um, <laughs> hey, I didn't. I didn't talk. About... <laughs> oh, I definitely can't keep it in now, can I? I'm, I'm going to bring in the horn again. <laughs> <laughs> not in the same sentence. It's fine. Uh, so, from myself, a, a very tired and very fatigued Mr. Budget Pedal chap. From Mr. McCoy. From Mr. Ayrton Tracy. It will be a goodbye and good night for this year. Not from. And a Merry for. Christmas and a Happy New Year Merry and all that jazz. Indeed. Festive Goodbye, greetings. Good night and Merry Yearness. Merry Yearness. I hope you have a lovely time watching the Queen's speech. Indeed. How <laughs> quaint and lovely of you. <laughs> Tatty boy and good night. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> there we go. I'll do it. Ta-da, <laughs> <laughs> Rabbit. Ta-da. Ta-da.
It's not even that outro though anymore. <laughs> That's the old. Like if you listen to the outro, you don't do that lick anymore. Is it that bit? Indeed. So, yeah, we've done two and a half hours of talking tonight. Ace. Indeed. <laughs> that should keep them going over Christmas. It should do. 